0: All-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. so I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business to stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244 308 111 for more information. We are good together everywhere you go.
1: The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra, in Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Amenuveve FM in Aflao, Ganga FM in Jirapa. We are on Radio Wa in Wa. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The midday news is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and wine. A tank where Dura Plus goes, water flows this afternoon
2: because it was a private, disguise. it was a friendly conversation with somebody that we thought was respectable.
1: This afternoon, Superintendent George Osari admits recommending COP Alex Mensa and three others to Bugui for appointment as Inspector General of Police in what he describes as a confidential meeting.
2: He told me, Commander, they are looking for a new IGPO. So do you have somebody in mind that you can recommend? And I told him, of course, yes. So he asked me who that person is. And I mentioned Commissioner of Police, George Alex Mensen's name to him.
1: I take you live to the committee hearing for more revelations. Also, this afternoon, haircut of 35% on principals or coupons, interest payment deferred to 2026. Government proposal to external creditors as a finance minister raises against time to exchange over $20 billion debt ahead of the IMF's first review.
3: Project financing will suffer, if not a complete termination of those projects, and that will come at the cost to the state, expatriate staff. In many enterprises have had to leave.
1: We'll get to hear from the finance Ministry which says the talks are going well. You'
4: received an offer from the regional bond uh, holders We are negotiating, we are discussing seriously about that offer. Mm. For the uh, bilateral creditors, we are also engaging constructive discussions.
1: And were touch base with Operation Occupy Bog, where minority in parliament say it will be preposterous for the court to side with the police and stop the protest schedule for tomorrow to demand the resignation of the governor and his deputies.
5: It will be very, 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 you know, uh, preposterous court accept the very me, you know, and, and, and weak
6: argument that I see the, the police applying.
1: We have details as the court decides on the matter. On Friday, we have sports.
7: And boxer Samuel Techi will not participate in the qualifiers for next year's Olympic Games in Paris. If he's not paid some $20,000, President Akufuadu promised him after he won a bronze at the last edition.
1: And hashtag Say No to Galamse, we're focusing on forests under siege. We highlight how the Apramprama forest now finds itself on the cliff of destruction due to the relentless activities of illegal mining activities. Do stay with me for details here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay. Many thanks for your company. I'll take you to the Ad Hoc Committee sitting on the plot to remove the Inspector General of Police, George Damari, And one key witness has been appearing before the committee. And uh, from what he's been saying, I'm talking about Superintendent George Asari. He's been appearing before the committee and confirmed that the meeting took place at the office of Daniel Bugri Nabu at Osu here in Accra. He's also been saying that between himself, Bugri Nabu, and Commissioner of Police, George Alex Mensa, that took place during which... Uh, the said recording was secretly done without they being aware amongst others he's also refused to comment on the fact that the igp has not been uh, managing uh, the police service properly but let's listen uh, to george asari in his earlier claim that indeed um, he met bugri nabu and recommended some three persons for the position of igp
8: the
2: domestic one what thank the you other the other meeting i was there one day Chief Bugri-Nabu called me, that commander, where are you? Then I told him where I was. Uh, please, can you come and see me? I want to discuss something with you. Chief Bugri-Nabu, after his call, uh, sorry, when he, when he made that statement to me that I should come and see him for a discussion, I told him, okay, Elijah will come. So I went. When I went, he told me, after asking me about the progress of the assignment he gave me in respect of his assistant, Aiti. he told me, Commander, they are looking for a new IGPO. So do you have somebody in mind that you can recommend? And I told him, of course, yes. So he asked me who that person is. And I mentioned Commissioner of Police, George Alex Manson's name to him. And then made him know about his credentials, his academic qualification, and the way he's highly respected among the ranks and file of the Ghana Police Service. There Bugri Nabu told me, Oh, as for Commissioner, I know him. He has come to my house before in mine. It was some boys from the Jubilee House that brought him to my house. And. According to my investigation, he's on retirement. And I said, wow, retirement? Where did you get all this information from? You are not a policeman. Police internal matters, how did you know it? So he told me, oh, Commander, but we are also in the system. We know everything. Then I said, okay, no problem. So I took time to let uh, let him understand that Commissioner George Alex Mensah is not on retirement. Anybody that told you that told you a lie. It is a total falsehood. It is not true. Commissioner George Alex Mensah is on his terminal leave pending retirement. That doesn't mean the person is on retirement. So I took my time to let him know the differences between the two. And then then he told me that apart from him, if I go and tell the appointing authority, and it backfires, who else can you recommend? And I recommended three other senior officers, commissioners. Number one, COP Mr. Ernest Usu. Third one, COP Mami Yatiwa Adodankwa.
1: Well, let me take you live um, to the hearing, and my colleague Samuel Imbura um, is on standby. Imbura, we know that questions about his opinion on the management style of IGP George Akufo Dampari came up. What was his response?
9: Well, Mr. George Asari has maintained that he wouldn't talk about it in public. He feels that if he talks about the happiness in the Ghana police service and the performance of the IGP, he will be denting the image of the service that he has committed to serve, he therefore wants an in-camera hearing
7: to spill the deal. So, at the moment…
8: Superintendent I I don't know why you struggle to simplify matters. Is it wrong for a police officer to express an opinion about the performance of his boss or her boss? Is it wrong? Why are you struggling to answer the question?
2: Honorable Chair, not in public. You can. By, in privacy, you can. But in public, you cannot. ask you a question
6: about area mama. And the, there's a statement in the audio that is attributed to you. The statement says that Hello, Chair. I would like to quote. I would like to quote from page 23, speaker 3, the first one, speaker 3 and nanado area mama I say now everybody has put a blame on bidiatu to wait today i was with nanado's niece you know area mama she said everybody has put the blame on bidiatu this is a statement captured in the audio as having been made by you.
1: Well, um, so that's um, um, Eric Opoku there asking George Asari questions now. i take your life, He's still asking him questions. Let's t- listen to it.
6: COP MESA, I mean, appointed as the IGP. Is that not correct?
2: Mr. Che, far from that, that's not correct. It was... Chief Bugri Nabu that invited me to his office, and the records are there.
6: And so when you, so 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 that's the first answer, if not answer the second. (coughs)
2: I'm sorry. Were
0: you lobbying
2: or not? Oh, Honourable Chair, that was why I said far from that. I wasn't lobbying for anybody. You should say so. Mm. So when you said I want to hear
6: something good, what was this something that you were expecting?
2: Honourable, honourable chair. It is because he said that the commissioner That's admirable to almost all the policemen, well respectable, granted the opportunity to be the head of the Ghana Police Service. Policemen will go gay. So basically, that was the feeling I expressed. And it wasn't because of lobbying.
1: So what you're listening to are live proceedings from the Parliament's Ad Hoc Committee set up uh, to probe, you know, plot um, to remove Inspector General of Police, George Dampari, and currently before the committee is George Asari, uh, one of the main key uh, key suspects um, in this particular um, issue in terms of um, the recording uh, that has been made public. And as and when we get more from the committee, we'll bring that to you. But let's focus on other stories now and external creditors holding $20 billion of Ghana's debt are yet to agree to government debt exchange proposals seeking to waive 35 percent of their principals or coupons in a debt exchange program. Matured interest payments between 11 and 14 billion dollars will also be paid in 2026. While these are exclusive details, joining us is learning uh, before the creditors uh, for consideration. A visiting International Monetary Fund team is in Ghana to review progress made so far by Ghana on the three-year, three billion deal in terms of the first tranche that we've received so far. Success for Ghana will mean a release of another $600 million. Well, former minority leader Haruna Idrisu says a restructured external debt will have a massive impact on the economy.
3: External debt holders may be compelled to accept a haircut of up to 35%, but certainly not uh, less Mm. with um, interest service which is between 11 to 14 billion U.S. uh, dollars, Mm. deferred until after the conclusion of the IMF uh, program in three years, Mm. that will mean that project financing will suffer. Mm. Projects that have been financed with loans will come to a standstill, if not uh, uh, complete uh, termination, of those uh, projects and that will come at the cost to the state and the republic of uh, ghana Mm. Uh, the country may not appreciate the level of our crisis but we certainly should be looking forward to declaring uh, a state of economic emergency Mm.
7: Member
3: SIPC. Because, um, loan finance projects have been halted. Expatriate staff in many, many enterprises and undergoing have had to leave. Domestic workers have been laid off, and there is no solution inside.
1: So, how is government progressing with talks for the debt exchange with her external creditors? Minister of State of the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam, is confident a deal will be reached this month.
4: Uh, you know, we have two types of uh, external debts here. Yeah? You have the, the Eurobond uh, holders, and then also you have the bilateral uh, creditors. So, for the Eurobond uh, holders, we set up two committees. Mm. You know, the first committee for the international uh, bondholders, and the another committee for regional. Bondholders, we've had constructive engagement uh, with them, and we actually shared in May uh, this year uh, their restructuring scenarios, you know, hoping to receive uh, uh, an offer from, from from them. As I speak to you, we've received uh, an offer from the regional bond uh, uh, holders, and uh, uh, we are negotiating, we are discussing seriously about that offer. We are hoping to receive uh, an offer from the international bond uh, bondholders. For the uh, bilateral creditors, we are also engaging constructive discussions uh, with them. Uh, It's looking uh, good.
1: That's the Minister of State of the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohammed Amin Adam. Now, let me give you an update on a scheduled protest to occupy the Bank of Ghana. It was scheduled to happen uh, tomorrow, but we are just learning that it's been rescheduled, and uh, the protest initially expected to go on tomorrow. has been We know it was hit by an injunction application. Now, and a cry High Court will deliver its ruling on the application on Friday, forcing the postponement of the protest. Richard Kujonyako is in court for us. He joins us with details. So, what exactly transpired in court, Richard?
9: Well, so, the top hierarchy of the minority, I saw KC Latuforsen, Okujatoa, Blackwa and the likes. They were in court. And so, uh, two preliminary objections were raised by counsel for the minority, Eduji Tamaklu. He says the signing of the motion paper and the conduct of the case by the superintendent of the police service offends some sections of the state proceedings, act. and based on that, the motion has to be struck out. He explained that a paper. Made personal to the public order act is an originating action with the same effect of a writ or a petition and based on the state proceedings act it is the AG or its authorized officers that ought to sign that particular Paper. And so, to the minority, the application by the Ghana Police Service is incompetent. So, that was really what happened.
1: Well, now the courts are scheduled that they will hear the injunction application on Friday or rule on it on Friday. What's been the minority's reaction to what transpired today?
9: So, the minority says the protest has not been called off. They are only giving due regard and due recognition to the court and they are urging their supporters to, um, to get ready for the new day that will be announced after the Friday hearing. So as
5: law-abiding citizens, we don't want to sidestep the, the, the courts because we need them to protect us also one day. So the courts have not stopped us from demonstrating and the courts have not changed the route of the demonstration. And we have no intention to change the route of the demonstration. Indeed, the the arguments on the route hasn't even happened yet in court. It is just our pointing out that the police is incompetent in the way that they have come to court. So we are pleading with our supporters and those who have prepared themselves for this match to remain prepared because this match will happen. It will happen on the same route. It is only the date that will change after the court has given a ruling. So on Friday, we will back here in court. We will listen to the ruling of the court on the preliminary matter. We will go into the substantive matter of whether or not the Bank of Ghana premise is a security zone, whether or not, you know, the routes that we have chosen uh, cannot be used by us. And then whether or not we are the ones causing the coup in this country, all those arguments will be heard on Friday after the ruling on the preliminary matters and a decision taken by the court. And then we will announce the specific date of the demonstration.
1: That's the Boku Central MP, Ma they there speaking to my colleagues in court. Well, in the related development, Vice Chairman of Parliament's Finance Committee, Patrick Yabwama, is advising the minority to tread cautiously with his actions against the central bank.
10: This is not the first time a group or a body is embarking on a demonstration that the police has altered their roots. It's not the first time. It's not as if the Bank of Ghana is saying, We are not going to even receive your petition. It's the content of your petition. That is the most important. Where you, you want to deliver it, sometimes I don't believe uh, it's very important. You want to organize a protest. You want to present a petition. Sometimes uh, groups want to petition parliament. They come to the main street, just opposite the conference center, and the leadership are allowed to bring the petition to the leadership. They receive it uh the fourth court of parliament. It happens. Even Jubilee House, they send people out there to receive it. It's a matter of uh, discretion by the security to at least ensure that the peace around an institution of the central bank is guaranteed.
1: This is the Midday News, live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM, brought to you by Petrosol. Your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. We'll take a quick break. We'll return with sports and then we focus on forest and the siege. We highlight how the Apamprama Forest now finds itself on the cliff of destruction due to the relentless activities of illegal mining, please to stay.
6: In full quantity.
5: Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both in no chop. where it vanished for your area for two weeks, uh-huh. you no get one drop safe inside your tanku. Hajia hey. our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank.
1: Water, water tank. tank. Yes,
5: water tank. Mamma mia, that water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past selling you. That water tank be tough like Ghana and me. That water tank. They carry water. So there's some logo left inside the supply tank. What a tank! That's my boss, who, Mr. Foncho
0: got <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank? What a tank! By
4: Duraplast. <laughs>
1: Thanks for staying with us. Let's do sports. Fentu Tahiru Fentu Salamatu
7: is here. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> ah, hello. And boxer Samuel Teshi has been dropped from Ghana's amateur boxing team, preparing for the Paris 2024 Olympic Games qualifiers, after he demanded to be paid 20,000 US dollars. Promised him by President Nana Akufuado. The 22-year-old ended a 29-year wait for an Olympic medal for Ghana when he won bronze in the boxing event at the Tokyo Olympic Games in 2021. After his feat, Addo announced that Techi would be giving a car 10,000 uh, US dollars in cash plus a further 20,000 to be put in a fund towards his future. Now, according to the president of the Ghana Boxing Federation, Bernard Korte, Techi has demanded all that was promised him be paid before he agrees to participate in the 2024 qualifiers. Initially, he came to me that he wanted to be part of the team, so he, he wrote to
9: me, and then he said no problem. But he came with conditionality that uh, if he's able to join, this is what he expect the federation to do. We understand it. He, he was actually demanding uh, uh, money that was actually pledged uh, uh, by the president, and, uh, which is the twenty thousand dollars. That supposed to be used as a developmental uh, fee. You understand it. And secondly, we demanded that uh, before he joined the team, uh, he should be given a scholarship, that is Olympic scholarship. So these are the conditions, and I can tell you, we don't have the power, but ours to to facilitate, because it is the president that pledged that he was going to.
7: As the president of the Ghana. Boxing Federation, Bernard Today, Ghana will be competing uh, to secure qualification in five of seven weight categories in the African qualifiers, which is scheduled for 9th to 15th September in Dakar, Senegal.
1: I'll be waiting for the response from the presidency to Joy Sports Absolutely. on this particular Absolutely. Matter. Well, let's focus on illegal mining at this point point. and the Apampama Forest, a vital forest reserve in the country, now finds itself on the cliff of destruction due to the relentless activities of illegal mining. Now, the forest nestles in the lush landscape of Ghana was once a bastion of biodiversity and ecological significance. In our latest hotline documentary, Erasmus Asari reports how state institutions, including regulatory bodies and law enforcement agencies who bear the responsibility of protecting Ghana's natural resources and preserving its environmental heritage, look on for the forest to be dissipated.
0: This is the Cobro community, an old town which sits deep within their Pamprama Forest Reserve. Residents still have fresh memories of how the destruction of the Cobro section of the reserve started in 2018 one by one they tell me of how the late chief executive of the forestry commission sir john in 2018 convinced the townsfolk that the government was undertaking a reclamation exercise in the forest initially they said they were covering pits but then they started building settlements We wondered why they were setting up shelters if they were just covering pits. Then a number of machines were brought in, so we mobilized it to demonstrate. But Sir John came in and assured us they were just planting trees. But after a month when we went back, the forest was crawling a lot of miners. That began a series of events that marked the woes and destruction of a once beautiful natural forest. A forest entry permit was granted to Unique Starpoint Company Limited to carry out reclamation activities on some portions of the forest reserve in November 2017. In the same year, a forest entry permit was granted to Heritage Imperial Company Limited to conduct prospecting activities in December 2017.
1: Now, the president of the National House of Cheese on Mayhini of Irianso traditional area in the Western region, Nana Ojia Hobo Yaojibi the second says government has slowed down the fight against Galamse. He explains that the government is more focused on winning the next election, thereby reducing its authority to combat illegal minus.
8: When elections are close, uh, the authority of people in power is reduced. They are very careful. They need the numbers to vote for them. Mm-hmm. So they are very careful. And lastly, non are not part of the regulatory regime. Mm. So all that we can do is to draw the attention of the police. And sometimes when you draw the attention to them... Also, told you they don't have logistics, which means that we cannot win the war then against illegal mining. Well, I believe we can, except that government should vote money big one and go out one time. Make mm-hmm. sure government almost succeeded in especially when they started banning what do you have? Uh, Excavators uh, and so on and so forth. Government almost won, but I don't know what happened. You remember, His Excellency the President said, his, uh, He's he putting his president, president on the line. Unfortunately, after the elections, when his vote reduced drastically, I believe the party people advised him. So they have slowed down. That's what I'll say. Mm. The government has slowed down.
1: That's the president of the National House of Chiefs, Nana Ojiahohua Yaujibi. Now the, the traditional council has registered its his on what it describes as a prof, professional misconduct of police personnel stationed in the Hohoi municipality of the Volta region. While the council record, recounted that three natives were killed between December and September 2023 due to unguarded operations of the police in the area. Addressing the press conference in Hojoi, Tokbegagabusu the 7th entreated the government to set up an independent and committee of Inquiry to investigate the unwarranted harassment and killings in the area. Reinforcement of police detachment was called to the scene,
2: only to notice that the police vehicle pickup was inflamed. This angered the police officers, who stormed Mbingoduni town and vandalised properties, and set fire to 41 motorbikes,
3: smashing
2: seven cars. One tractor breaking into shops, destroying fridges, shelves, and looted items in the shops.
3: As a
6: result of the mayhem, people have to flee
3: amid
2: sporadic shooting. Teachers were assaulted, assaulted, and their mobile phones smashed.